Hey guys, I'm John, here with Johnny. We out here. Another episode of Talk About That, your friendly neighborhood podcast. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Won't you be my so, neighbor? That's coming out today. Is it well, today? It will Monday it'll have been out, but Man, I'll tell you what. How does Tom Hanks find a way to do what he does? There was an article about how he doesn't play bad guys on purpose. Like he's just made up his mind I'm not gonna play villains in movies. You know, he was in that movie Son of Sons of Perdition. Yeah, was he a bad guy there? Yes. Okay, but I didn't see he that was one. a redeemable bad guy. Right. Like he was a conflicted a, the anti-hero. He was a mobster. He was a hitman mobster in the thirties whose son witnessed him killing somebody. Oh, okay. And so then the mob was trying to kill the son. So he's out now trying to protect his son the whole movie. Yeah, I remember that. That was when everybody was making a Western. It was like a rule in Hollywood. There wasn't a Western. To legitimize. Wasn't Perdition a Western? No, it was like in the 30s. He's a mobster in the, oh, like, I thought like it Chicago was a, or New York. I thought that was a Western for some reason. Didn't he have like a hat? Yes, he did wear a hat. So maybe I saw that poster and I thought it was a cowboy hat. Hmm. Yeah. No, I don't think you... You're normally such a movie guy. I know. I just didn't see that one. I wasn't. It was it's awful. one of those ones that felt like I was going to have to invest three hours in it, and it I'm was. immediately out. I remember we were at, if you've been to the Whitestone Inn before. Uh, maybe. Sure. Didn't you stay there before? No, I don't think so. It's like this nice bed and breakfast. I know. I've heard about it from everybody. All my <clears throat> yeah. preacher friends used to go there because they give you a discount, right? Yeah. If you're like, you got to go. And I was like, oh, it must be nice. Well, you could have gotten the, like, you need the discount. <laughs> Anywho, it's, uh, we, I remember I was there with Laura for a few days, and we... A few days? Man, you just live in the dream. We were living the dream. I mean, we don't always live the you dream. You watched it on the... We watched it, like, on DVD, and I was very disappointed. It was, like, very depressing. Was it one of those where you go and you get... They have like the little thing and you can, there's like eight DVDs to choose from at the front desk. No, we took it. Oh, you took it with you? we took it. Have yeah. you ever been to places like that? <clears throat> yeah. Like if you go to Gatlinburg or something, they're like, yeah, come get some movies. And you're like, there's nothing. There's like, <laughs> honey, I shrunk the kids, but it's in the wrong case. Speaking of honey, I shrunk the kids, do you have Disney Plus? I do. I got it because I wanted to watch The Mandalorian. Yes. I've only seen episode one. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. And? We don't call it episode one, by the way. <laughs> Because episode one has a terrible connotation in Star Wars circles. As soon as I said it, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The the inaugural episode. The inaugural, uh, yeah, excerpt. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, We watched one and two. Oh, yeah? And, of course, now the the big reveal at the end of one is a huge phenomenon. Which we won't talk about here because... No, we don't want to ruin it for people, but it's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah, it was very much... Is it a prequel? No, it's between, uh, I read, the, I looked it up, and evidently on the timeline of Star Wars, it's between, it's five years after Jedi, okay. so the Empire has fallen, the Death Star has exploded for the, whatever. Uh-huh. Is that, would that be the first time, or the second time? I can't remember. Second time, because Death Star explodes first time, and then the second time was at the end of Jedi. True that. Then they exploded a, just for the heck of it. They keep a, they keep building Death Stars. <laughs> when are they going to realize? Well, the first one didn't completely destroy the Death Star, did it? I guess not. They rebuilt. Yeah. At any rate, uh, it's five years after because they reference it. They say the Empire has fallen or whatever, but it's twenty five years before the First Order, which is the the pow- the ruling power right. in the Force Awakens. Right. So it's it's hovering hovering in between those two times. I tell you something. Having destroyed the evil force yeah or excuse me the evil rule of the empire right. it would appear that life is not that much better for people no uh yeah. there's a sermon there 
Mm. I don't know. I don't know where. That's true. It's a weird one. But uh, what, what did I say at the at the restaurant today that you said that was a sermon? Uh, uh, cold with the king. I'd rather be cold with the king. Because <laughs> we were at a hotel this week in Atlanta. Laura <laughs> John and, I, and John and Laura. And John they, and I weren't in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And, and they kept they, we bought a king size room, mm-hmm. and they put us in a room with a queen. And I know this is like in our in our thirties we got a king. And it was no, a good, you got to get it was the, a good move. Yeah, you know, and so you need to be able to roll and then roll again. Right, Laura's like carpal tunnel, and she yeah. like stretches her arm out and stuff. You know, so we did not mm-hmm. sleep well in the queen, and so, but the air was bad. She uses an outstretched hand as she sleeps, mm-hmm. as well, if to say, oh, oh, "Stay away, too. stay away from me, John." <laughs> <laughs> it's like a stop. A great cat. Don't even think about it, John. Us. Kind yeah. of a motion. Okay. Yeah. And so she, uh, we get to this other room, and the air is it's, – it's a big saga. We moved to three different rooms yeah. by, the, by the end of the week. And the deal was – I told you, I was like, hey, look, I'd rather have a king. I'd rather be cold with a king. Yeah. And you were like, that'll preach. It I will. Like, I don't I know mean, how. Would you rather be cold with the king? <laughs> than be hot with the – be lukewarm with the devil. <laughs> 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 it's so true. It's uh, so true. Oh, my goodness. So you, um, have we talked about your Utah trip yet? Maybe a little bit. I don't know if we did or not. I don't think we did. Utah was beautiful. Yeah. You been? I have not been to... Oh, Salt Lake City. I've, I've been to Nevada. I did a club there uh, the night before my dry bar taping, which was in Provo. So we're in Salt Lake uh, that night, a club called Wise Guys, mm-hmm. which was really cool. And we sold it out, which was really unexpected. Uh, and there were people there who listened to the podcast. Oh, wow. They came to my table after and was like, well, listen, I was like, in Utah? Couldn't hey, believe it. Big it feels shout like out to our Utahians. Utahns. That's that what they're called. Utahns? Utahns. U-T-A-H-N. Utahnites. No. No, okay. Go ahead. U tectonic plates. No, they were great, and it was such a fun crowd, and it was kind of a good dry run for the taping, which I was nervous about, because anytime you're taping... Comics, it's a weird thing with comics. Maybe preachers are the same way where if you know you're like trying to get two sermons, if you're doing it the same service twice, right? and there's a, you're just like, I just need to get a good tape of this yeah. or whatever for the podcast or whatever you're doing, live stream. And there's an old thing of like, a tape is so valuable to a comic to help get more work. Mm-hmm. And so there's always a thing of like, if you had a bad set, someone must have been recording it. You know? <laughs> so if you have a great set, no, there'll be no video evidence of it. Right. So whenever you know they're going to be filming, you're already like gripping, like, oh, this is this has to go good. So I'll be a little bit more pensive. But it was actually really great. And the team at Dry Bar there are amazing. Dry Bar Comedies, we talked a little bit about what it is, but some of our listeners will know because they get the clips in their Facebook feed. It's it's all clean comedy. This guy started it from a company called VidAngel yeah. and started uh, putting together their own content. And uh, part of what they did was build comedy specials. And they built this whole library. And they have 5 million subscribers on on uh, YouTube and Facebook. So they have a pretty big audience. So it's a cool thing to get to do. And, and uh, yeah, so we did a, I did like a 30-minute special, basically. Wow. That I don't know when it will be out. But it went well, so hopefully they'll put it out. Yeah. And you'll be able to watch it on the app, I think is how it works. Is, is it a website as well or just on the it's app? A, it's an app. <clears throat> it's a website, too. And I think when you watch it. And then I can't remember if you pay. I think it's you join and it's free for a month and then it's like two bucks or something. But yeah. anyway, you can tip me at the end of the special. That's pretty cool. So you can watch it for free on the app, I think. And then you can tip me. Do I have to tip you? Well, so you're allowed to. Okay. You have the opportunity to give, John. So I give in proportion to how good yeah. I thought it was. How many laughs. Okay. That's how and many what's dollars. what's the lowest denomination you'll take? Do Whatever. You- 
I don't believe in denominations, John. You know that. I'm more of an ecumenical guy. Non-denominational. I don't do those things with yeah. dollars. Just, yeah. No, make the serial numbers don't need to match anything. No <laughs> die packs, no cops, or I kill a hostage. Wait. <laughs> That's a different speech. No, it went good, and uh, Utah's so beautiful. And we got to stay, I got to hang out there like an extra day. We went Halloween night, which is weird to fly on Halloween. I don't right. know why. It's just extra spooky. Is it? I don't know. It wasn't any different. Do you get spooked out? No. Well, people were dressed up in the airport. Some people were, so that's kind of weird. Were the Were you flying Southwest? Yes. Were no, they? no, I flew Delta. Oh, Delta. Well, they didn't dress up. No, I don't Southwest mean stereotype. Is, Southwest is more of a whimsical <clears throat> company. Right. They're, yeah. they're, they're, Which bothers me a little bit to some point. Like, they have like a little speech and a song for everything, and I just keep wondering, like, what if there's really a problem? Do they have a thing like, turbulence, turbulence? You're like, no, just just give me the emergency <laughs> instructions again. They have been. One of our engines went out. Womp, womp. <laughs> like, just stop. I wonder when they're going to stop treating it like an open mic. That's what I mean. <laughs> Hope you prepared your eternal soul, buddy. We're going down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. They do kind of joke through a lot of the safety stuff. You yeah. Know? And I'm, I'm okay with it because I really kind of feel that the safety stuff is just to make us all feel better because yeah. the truth be told. Well, I think it makes people listen probably more intently. I just, it's a little funny in between. It does, but do you really think? I don't know. This is not to be morbid, but do you really? I mean, the odds are, mm-hmm. if if this plane goes down, it's not going to matter. You know, like yeah, we're in a tube, right? Together, people do survive plane crashes sometimes, but it's yeah, the odds aren't great. The odds of again the whole like water landing thing. Now look, if he could yeah, build, a floating device, if or, he could land on yeah. the water, then not, you know maybe. But it's still going to be it's a, it's a bad day. Yeah, it depends on speed and and yeah. uh, all that stuff. I'm not a pilot. I know you didn't know that. No, but, but yeah, they they tell you all these things: the oxygen mask and the yada yada. They're floating. They should just say, "Look, if we hit a mountain, they're <laughs> removing all of us with a spatula. Like it's not. <laughs> there's not going to be needs for. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. they say that they we're going to here's a floating rotational device and yeah, and, and, I, and I appreciate it. I do. Yeah, I want parachutes. That's what I want. But but how do you get us all out the door? The doors uh, are over the wings. You, you got to go stand on the wing to whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. If if it had to happen, have you ever wanted to go skydiving? Yeah, a little bit. You know, I'm a counterphobic six on the Enneagram, which means oh, which means I'm afraid of things, but I want to go do them. So well, not enough to go do it, obviously. But you're also cheap, <laughs> right? It just hasn't come up. My, I don't think my wife. <laughs> it's kind of like owning a motorcycle. Like there's a part of me that would like to own a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. I just I like stuff, you know. But then there's that part of me that goes. We talked about this before. <clears throat> you know, it's just there's a lot more liability than yeah. there's a lot more that could go wrong that I'm that I'm inviting. Yeah. Skydiving feels like that a little bit to me sometimes. Like I'm just inviting. Right. Something bad to but happen. They have the reserve shoot and all that stuff. And sure. you, before you go by yourself, you're going with like a dude strapped to your back. Yeah. Like a little guy. I like. I can't. Like a like a Toby, Toby Mac size person just on your back. <laughs> Toby Mac, and I'm strapped up on your back. <laughs> and uh, he he helps pull the shoot. <laughs> Sorry, Toby, if you're listening. Toby, not a sponsor. If I ever go skydiving, that's who I would want with you me. Want you want know? Toby Mac? So much more entertaining. That'd be amazing. That'd be great. You can't hear him. You know that. You can't hear things when you're skydiving, I don't think. No, sure you can. You're in a wind tunnel, dude. He's in your ear, though, going, it's going to be just fine. <laughs> He's all up on your grill. He's all up in my grill. Yeah. That's fine. See previous episodes. Um, uh, but, yeah, I would 
How my would, brother's done it. My brother's done it many times. Would you do it? He got kind of addicted to it. Yeah. Because it was like 140 bucks, and he was like dropping 140 bucks a month doing it. I think he did it three or four times. He'll correct me because he listens to the podcast. So he'll tell me if I'm wrong, but I think he did it three or four times. So he enjoyed it then. He loved it, and he got kind of hooked on it. Well, I can see that. And I think if you do it enough, you have to do it a certain amount of time. Now, some places might just let you go do it on your own first time if you just whatever. But I think the place he went said you need to do five tandem jumps or whatever, a certain amount. You take this course, and then we'll let you. Once we know you know exactly what to do, if if the one – because the main thing is if the one doesn't open, you have to have the wherewithal to be like belly reserve, pull the front chute. Yeah. And if you don't know all that and like can do it with muscle memory – you're messed up. And that shoot's not as big as the back shoot, right? I don't think so. So like, you're going to come in a lot hotter if that ever were to happen. Coming in hot, bro. Yeah. He but- loved it. <clears throat> and uh, I've not... I think you have to be a certain weight to do it, too. I think, I think I'm a little bit... I've always been a little bit heavier. So mm-hmm. I've never really... It's never crossed my mind because I was like, well, I think you have to be like... 240 or less. You know that all objects fall at the same speed regardless of their but weight. But it's about the shoot. Being able to slow you down enough if you're a certain weight. Do you know what speed objects fall? I think it's 32 feet per second. 9.8 meters per second squared. It's 32 feet per second, John. 9.8 meters per second squared. I don't know how that equates to whatever it is you're saying. I just remember that from physics. I think think it's 32 feet per second. I want you to look it up right now. 9.8 meters per second squared. You can't, I don't think it could just I've be. I've never even heard that before. I've always heard 32 feet per second. That's the, that's the thing you, you, what? Well, first of all, it matters what drag is on something and everything too. So there's not just, you know what? Meters per second squared may be a velocity and not a speed. There is a difference. Yeah. You're thinking so, of terminal velocity. So what speed? 32. I'm just going to look up 32 feet per Cute second. Objects. It immediately pulled up. Uh, 9.8 meters per second squared. The speed of gravity in feet per second is 32 feet. 32.2 feet per second. Near the surface of the Earth, an object in free fall in a vacuum will accelerate at approximately 9.8 meters per second squared, independent of its mass. Yeah. With air resistance acting as an object that has been dropped, the object will eventually reach a terminal velocity, yeah. which is around 53 miles per hour. Yeah. Sorry, 53 meters per second or 190, 122 wow. miles per hour. None of this matters. Listen... But it's about the shoot and how hard you're going to land and them having harnesses to fit you and the tandem guy and all that stuff. So I think that's why they limit it. But anyway, now I'm light enough to do it. I could do it easily now, but I just don't know if I want to because I've lost some weight. I'm looking good. What you're good. saying is is we need to talk about that. We need to do a live, a live jump with, with podcasting, podcasting gear on gear us, on. which would also add to the weight. So that's going to complicate yeah. things. It's not that You much. need to be my tandem <clears throat> guy. You'll take the training. This would be, be great. I have to Just go, the photo op is I have to go it. train to be a tandem skydiver is what you're saying in order to, to pull this off. To fulfill this So that you can item. go once. That way we go out like a blaze of glory. <laughs> when we hit the ground. <laughs> at least they died doing what they loved. It's like, actually, this is our first time. Yeah. We don't we know if we loved it. We didn't know it. we loved it. Right. We didn't love it at all. Um, well, that'd be interesting. I would do it. I'm, I'm kind of a, you know, as Sadie would say when she was a little kid, I'm a dairy devil. She'd say dairy devil. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll do stuff. Like, what is a dairy devil? That's like a, That's a like cow a little, that goes yeah. parachuting. <laughs> We'd always laugh because she also said my favorite thing she ever says as a kid was air porch. Go, oh, let's, go pick, yeah. let's go pick up mama. She doesn't that, say it anymore, like, though. No. God, they're not cute anymore. No, she's still very cute, but I'll say it sometimes. Well, let's go pick up mama at the and airport. She she'll, she'll, just, she'll just look at me like, really? Uh, we don't say that anymore. We don't say airport. Oh, man. But can we? You know, I, I know. Don't. We should be able to. Yeah. She used to say uh, elitant, too. 
Ele- yeah, elephant. Laura. Elephant was a tough one. Laura last because she loved elephants so much that yeah. she said, so she, instead of dad, that was her first word. It was dat. She would say dat, dat. And so. Maybe and, she was saying that. And, no, because she'd say it to me. Like if mm. I was doing something, dad. Maybe she was pointing at something for you to pick up, like hand me dat milk. I have much video Hand evidence. me dat formula. <laughs> hand me dat elephant. And so the elephant was like her second word. So she said elephant. And Laura's, I was like, you loved, you said elephant before you said mama. You know. Wow. So when we went to the zoo the other day in St. Louis, we talked about that because the elephants, dude, the zoo in St. Louis, you've been there? Mm-mm. Johnny, you go to St. Louis go. all the time. I know, but I'm always like on the run. Unbelievable. It's like, it's like a national park almost. Like it's really huge. It is a park. So it's like really, really spread out. But you can't get in there with the elephants. You're making it sound way more Dude, I rode free. the elephants. You rode the elephants? No, you don't get in there with elephants. Like but, Hannibal over the mountains? But you're very, Not from the A-team, the other Hannibal. The other Hannibal, yeah. He loved it also when a plan came together. hey But the, the, no, you just get really close. Like the elephants at the Nashville Zoo, like you, you need like a spyglass, you know, to see. Look, I think I see an ear. Like they're so far away. Mm-hmm. But here, man, you're right. You're right there. You you're on a safari? John, I've never been to Africa. No, there's safaris in the U.S. Where would you do such a thing? Tons of places. There's actually one in Tennessee I heard the other day. What? Yep, and I've done three or four of them. There's one in Canada that I've done that's great, but there's okay. one in like Sandusky, Ohio. How is it that we have been this You close? drive through these wildlife parks and there's giraffes just like roaming around. You can, I mean, you're not supposed to, but you can, you can feed them. You can. Well, I've seen the videos on oh, AFV. I gave, a, I gave a giraffe a, a cheesecracker. No, not a candy bar. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've given a giraffe a cheesecracker. So you negatively affected the ecosystem of a poor animal. I've yeah. made that. Their only food source they like. They've right. they've shunned other food now. They're they like, won't. what happened? Right. No, but monkeys will climb on your car, and they, you have to sign like a waiver, wow. like if a monkey climbs on your car. Because there was an RV in front of us uh, when I was a kid. We went to Canada, and we went to one um, in Ontario, and this RV's in front of us, and they are peeling. These monkeys are all over this RV, and we're like, oh, this is funny. They're peeling the weather stripping. <laughs> All of the sealant is just coming off it, and then they're swinging it around their head like a lasso. And these people inside are like, well, there goes that deposit. And it was so funny. They tore the antenna off. So stuff can happen. Like a lion can come up to your car and, like, you know, ram your car. Yeah. Or rhinos. Yeah. So you have to kind of just be okay with that. But usually that doesn't happen because they're, I mean, I don't know if they're sedated, but they're used to captivity. So they're not wild, but it is fun. I don't think I'm okay with this. I think mean, you just go take the take your one of your junkier cars through. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah, I know you're having car problems. Yeah, we need to have a conversation. The Acura's dead, bro. Guys, I had a 2000 Acura Integra. You had to give the year so it didn't sound <clears throat> like you were hoity-toity. Yeah, I've got an Acura. You're right, like, it's a 2000. It's an it's a car that it's they a don't. Dave Ramsey envelope car. Oh, it is. It's a little five speed because okay, I had a 1991 Acura Integra in college, mm-hmm. black. And I loved it. The car you have when you're that age, it does it does seal in your brain. Because I went and got another Toyota van yeah. to try to relive those memories. And it just wasn't the same. Because I was like, this doesn't have XM or air conditioning. Yeah. Or And I didn't drive it. I never drove it. So after a year of having it, I sold it. My, my little boxy Toyota van. I remember you did sell it. And this one I was thinking about. Actually, this is going to break somebody's heart. I was thinking about giving it to somebody. There's somebody who, who, who likes it. Because I was looking at another car. And it's not worth much. But... It is my little go to dash to Nashville car, you know, yeah. like if I have meetings and so, and it has a little, has a cracked windshield and I had it fixed, you know, and it, it, it just, but it's five speed and it's, it runs really great, gets me to, from A to B and I, and I enjoy it. So I mm-hmm. bought a 2000 from my neighbor when we moved to Mount Juliet 
who he was, he was like, well, you know, my wife doesn't drive five speed. I was, and I was like, oh man, I want that car because it was perfect. And so he sold it to me and then he regretted it immediately. Did you see the meme that says millennial anti-theft device and it was a five speed? It was like a six shift. (laughs) I did not. That's I don't, so I don't st- know if that's true. That's, that's really so that's a stereotypical. Broad I'm very offended. But there are way less five speeds in the world, so it makes sense that there'd be a lot more people that don't know how to drive them. Well, from sure. This and it's not like it's a small task. Like it's a skill you have to learn. Yeah. Like you're not like, oh, okay, I can yeah. intuitively do this. Like, right. okay, you know. But it's not that hard to learn. But you do have to learn it. Some take some practice. Yeah. At any rate, I was in Atlanta. I had loaned it uh, to a family member mm-hmm. who shall remain nameless, who will listen probably. <sighs> who calls me and he's broke down on the side of the road. And I was like, oh man. So I had it towed or he had it towed. He probably felt terrible. Oh, he does. He's and all, he should because well, he, he destroyed your car. He and my childhood and young adulthood and all of my dreams. But he uh, is a timing belt, Johnny. Mm, I don't know if you, you know. Gotta, you got to fix those yeah, before my, they break. I know. I know. Is it every 90,000 miles? And I've had that thing for oh, a is while. is that what it is? Yeah. And I just... Man, who keeps up with 90,000 miles in a car? That's not an increment that you... I have a truck and a car. They're both old, and I kind of just switch back and forth depending on the situation, you know? So I'm not even in that car every day. So anyway, I let it pass. It's my fault. And when the timing belt goes, if you didn't replace it, Mm -hmm. it's like a grenade in the engine so that it's done. So I would like to officially... um, begin accepting condolences on the accident. But you have another vehicle. I have a... I have an, an older, I have a 1996 Toyota T100. It's 23 years old. Yeah. So, um, But it runs great, too, as long as you don't let this other person borrow it. Right. Because they're clearly the Dr. Kevorkian of automobiles. Exactly. And then I got to think also, I wonder if the timing belt on it, like I, I need to maybe check that. It's the first time I've had a car just really go under because I didn't do a certain maintenance on it. But that's not a bad run, 20 years. You know, cars have, you know. Right? No, I should have done it's it. It's a good. That's a good run. I yeah. don't think cars last twenty years anymore. No, I just. I, I really am sad. That I don't want to spend the money right now. But I'm going to have to get a car. My truck's fine, but it's not like drive to Nashville every day kind of kind of truck. Like it's just. It, it just. It it's it's old. You You've know? had a rough week with this hotel thing. Well, my refrigerator the... went out. I had to go get a refrigerator from the uh, Sears outlet store. It's so hard to be John. Man, yeah. And then we went on a trip and. Uh, we were in Atlanta. My wife, uh, by the way, went and worked on her Enneagram coaching certification. Uh, she's going to be out there coaching people up. Man, I'm telling you, it was. she spent eight hours telling a day. Telling people what they are. Like, I don't really think that. No, I've decided you're an eight. You know, the number one thing that they started with, it would be really interesting, I think, for all of our listeners and for you about, mm-hmm. about what the Enneagram is and what it's not, was that it's not a typing tool. Meaning it's not, that's what everyone wants to use it for. Oh, tell me my type. You know, tell me my, that's really not what it's used for. It's, it's really to help you learn more about your motivations. Mm-hmm. And the other big thing is, is that everybody has all of the numbers. Like you just predominantly live in one, but like really the goal of health of life is to learn to function in all nine. So be the healthiest version that you are. It sounds but, like Sesame Street. Like we all live in all the numbers. We all live in all the numbers. We, ha- we, we have all the numbers, but we only live in one. And today's show is sponsored by four. Yeah, and then that's what you are. <laughs> that would be a funny idea. An like, enneagram what is the, Sesame the count, Street. The count doing an enneagram. Yes, I'm glad we didn't make this a public idea. Five. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> With a six wing. Because <laughs> he's the count, so he has a wing. Okay. <laughs> then he turns into a bat. He does. That's very it's a funny. six and a seven wing. Wow. That's I okay. hope. 
Anyway, no, it's great, and it's very good. I'm proud of Laura. She did, uh, she did good, and so now she's going to go. Well, that's a very popular thing now. So she's going to go make crazy money certifying people, right? I don't right? know and about that. Coaching up people. It's a corporate. It's a corporate certification. That'll buy you a new Acura pretty quick, John. Mm. Pretty exciting. Uh, right now, we're not making Rolling. any money. <laughs> we spent to go, but no, it'd be John good. Stacking. $100 bills right, right now. Right now, guys. The rubber bands have been breaking they have. on these stacks. They have. And so he's having to start over. I'm literally rolling in money. Literally. <sighs> it's dirty. And I need to go That's take fun. a shower. Yeah. So, so. I've done that scene from Indecent Proposal. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that before, but with change. And it's not as fun. <laughs> it's just gross. You've sent me a video that I haven't watched yet. Yeah. And everybody can watch them, I guess, because it's on their YouTube channel. Is it good? The commercials that I did for the car dealership in Lexington are out. Like four of them dropped today. Nice. I don't know if you can even say they dropped. They dropped. That thing. My album dropped. It's whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they're not bad. Um, uh, the music they chose was a little curious. Jeffrey was kind of like, oh, it's heavier. It's like hard rock almost behind me. Okay. Instead of like something more bouncy and whimsical that we would have chosen. But, uh, yeah, they look good, and Jeffrey's shots look amazing. And, and I think I'm, you know, I got through it. I was like, as long as my acting is not the problem. He's like, no, you did good. So I'm like, all right. Well, there you go. Well, I can't wait to watch it. It's, uh, so if you're, in, if you're on YouTube, go to Glenn's, I think it's Glenn's Freedom Jeep. And you can just type that into the search box, and it opens up the... I'm opening it up now. I wonder if the audio would come through. Oh, no. There it is. <laughs> this is the one we wrote. <laughs> oh, there's your harmonies, John. Oh, man. Nice, Johnny. We... It's very natural. We made a we made a little jingle. You look very natural. Do you think? Yeah, no, well, no, no. You actually you do. We you smiled. We did, we did okay. It was I good. You smiled. What in the world? That was great. Yeah, um, it was a weird. It was a weird couple of days because I mean I'm out of my element for sure doing those. But yeah, but again, all the old videos, man. You're you're capable. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird without having an audience. You know, the audience is silent and. Deadly. They're judging you. They're judging you to themselves. <laughs> Whereas I meet, like that's the thing about stand up. It's so terrifying when you're starting, but once you settle into the idea of, like, I can write a joke on the way to the stage and tell it, and immediately know if it's good or not. And that's something you don't get with any other art form, really. Right. If you do a painting, you work on it for however long. Take it to a gallery. You see if it sells. If you work on a song. You record it, or you write it, then you then you hone it, then you practice it, then you go might record it, then you drop the album, and you hope it sells, yeah. or reviews come out. Comedy is just so instant, and so it's it feels really strange to do something that's not that, where you're just like you're waiting to hear back from the guy, the ad agency that he liked it. It's a new thing, so yeah, I'm trying to get comfortable with it, but it's cool. Yeah, no, <clears throat> my agent calls that throwing the grenade over the wall. Yeah, and just waiting. wait. Yeah. yeah, you just wait to see what's going to happen. You threw a grenade into an Acura. Yeah, yeah. Grenades. It's not the up. same kind of. No, it's not a good grenade. No. What kind of car should I get? I think you go 
Just go for it, man. Get the new Tesla truck thing that they put out yesterday. Did you see that big uh, triangle from the future? Isn't that crazy? It's like some out of Mad Max. <clears throat> yeah. I didn't see windshield wipers on that thing. <laughs> what exactly are you supposed to well, do? Well, we're going. We don't need windshield wipers. <laughs> In the future, there will be no rain. <laughs> okay, Elon, settle down. Yeah, I don't know. I'm it looked like the back seat, getting in the back seat of that thing, because it comes to a point on top. Yeah. So it looks like back seat's very, it's not your advantageous position. Yeah. If you're in the back, you got a crick in your neck the whole time. Yeah. If it's your neck at a 45 degree angle. Oh, thanks, Elon. Yeah. In the future, people will be sure to, I don't, I can't do his accent, <laughs> but. <laughs> That's the Dyson vacuum cleaner guy. I just think things should work properly. <laughs> they don't clog. Dysons do clog, by the way. Absolutely. We All a, vacuum cleaners clog. We we have a Dyson here at the church, and it's kind of the worst. So They're not the worst, but it's just like the idea that you have a maintenance-free vacuum cleaner is yeah. a silly idea. All vacuums need to be emptied, and your filters need to be cleaned. Mm. It's just like your life. Or your timing belt, mm. as it were. Mm-mm. What what would you say mm. your spiritual timing belt is, John? I don't know, but every 90,000 miles, you better change that thing. What's 90,000 miles in spiritual terms? Uh, I don't know, every... Eight Sundays? Every seven churches you change? I don't know. Like, a, to... like an oil change is like the Holy Spirit, because it's yeah. the oil. <clears throat> I, 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 come on, John. We grew up with those uh, those those specific examples of it. you got to come Like getting fuel in your here. car is Sunday, right? Would you try to drive all week without stopping at the gas station? Right. The answer we're, is yes. I get great mileage. Yeah, we're the you gas station. Right. I have a church. hybrid. I don't have to. Now, that's right. Now we've made hybrid people, mm. and they feel like they don't need they church. They go longer on less fuel. I don't know. Maybe the heat doesn't work, but I'd rather be cold with the king. <laughs> And to be warm in my hybrid, hybrid to hell. Sorry, that's a <laughs> that's the lesser known, the lesser known ACDC right. song, "Hybrid to Hell." <laughs> that was the one they did later on in life. So, <laughs> featuring Elon Musk. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know what kind get of a hybrid are. though for sure to get something that's economical. I don't know, Johnny. I don't want to spend money at all. Okay. Is there a is there a pathway to me getting another car that does not include spending money? You need somebody to give you a car <clears throat> like you were going to give the Acura away. Yeah, although they might want to give me something more reliable than the Acura. It broke down. You know what I'm saying? But but uh, you weren't driving it. We don't know. We don't know what kind of damage. We don't know what kind of run, road running was happening. You know what? I wonder. I'm not mentioning his name, but I wonder if he was just out like totally drag just racing, weaving in and out. Oh my gosh. Just slalom on 440. He felt horrible. He's like, oh, you got to make it up to you. I was like, bro, it's a timing belt. It would have happened to me or to you. It's just a timing thing. Right. <laughs> it just happened to be bad timing yeah. that you were in it at the moment. But it's good because now you can hold it over his head. Oh, forever. So it's terrific timing. It's so much fun. Like, I would much rather happen to him than to me. Not because, I, I mean, I actually felt really bad that he's broke down. But I Did love... Did he have AAA or something? No. Do you have AAA? I don't. You got to get it, man. No, I have AA. Batteries don't have triple That's A. Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh, I have quadruple A. <laughs> <laughs> that used to be an old joke. I used to think triple A was for people with real drinking problems. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, well. No, I, it was not his fault at all. Let it be written. Let it be done. But I'm just saying, I will still give him a hard time about it. That's so. what family does. Yeah. So Thanksgiving's coming up. Oh, it is. And speaking of family giving each other hard problems, yeah. wait, lots of problems, I don't know, hard times. Yeah. No, I like it. It's just going to be fun. Right? I'm just going to go in full-on political discussions oh, yeah. so we can leave early. Yeah. Just <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, once you're done eating, you just drop some kind of a... Yeah. 
We know if Obama was still in office, and then it just <laughs> erupts, <laughs> and then he just. Uh, Hey, what, I don't know who killed this turkey, but Epstein didn't kill himself. And then you just storm out. Hey, what flavor is this jam? Impeachment? Am I right? That's, it's impeachment. That's your <laughs> impeachment. John, we'll edit that out. Yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, something, something about pudding. Is this a peach mint jam? <laughs> you know it was in a jam because of impeachment. I don't know. Now, how come you just made the same joke and it was better? I don't know. It's just the way. It's all about. It's timing, John. <laughs> It's a, I'm not wearing my timing my belt. My timing belt is... <laughs> I broke my timing that's belt. That's how a comedian... That's like a, a comedian, if he was a superhero, you would have a timing belt. <laughs> Make sure he services it every 90,000 miles. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, that's the thing about Batman. He's like everybody's favorite superhero, but he's just like a rich guy that has a bunch of gadgets. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't have any superpowers. No. He's just really rich. And really And I think he even says that in one of the movies. He's really angry. One of the new movies, I think Affleck says that. He just kind of—he's kind of like Captain Furious from. Uh, he's angry that the Joker killed his parents, depending on what iteration of the yeah. the folklore, the canon that you're in. The canon. So I think it's true. They he killed him with canon. a cannon. Comic books have a canon, mm-hmm. just like the Bible does. Wow. Yeah. Is that your seg- segue? Yeah, to horror thing? movies have a canon too. You know, like uh, you know, like uh, I was a fan of the early Halloween movies, uh-huh. Michael Myers, uh-huh. but that whole canon got screwed up. They started. They kept making more and more. Where like. Maybe he just escaped from a mental institution. Maybe he had a deal with the devil, and that's why he can't die. And so now it's all messed up. And so the, they keep making movies that ignore the three previous movies. Mm. So Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. It's like the Gospel of Judas. Remember when they found the missing Gospel yeah. of Judas? And they were yeah. like, yeah, but this isn't real. Right. This is just... It's like taking a National Enquirer and burying it for 2,000 years and digging it up and thinking it's true. Yeah. Like, just because it was written and it's old... Like there was a lot of things written that weren't real. That was called. They're actually were called spurious writings on purpose. Spurious. Yeah, they would write on purpose to to use someone else's name in order yeah. to get to make money and circulate more. I think if Steve Spurrier ever did an autobiography, he should call it spurious, spurious. writings. Oh, that'd be great. I mean, like a picture of him throwing a visor down on the front cover. Yes, yes. <sighs> Loved it when we could get him to throw that visor. Yeah, he's still good for a soundbite. Oh, he's perfect. Yeah. You can't spell citrus without UT. He's not makes fun of us a lot, but... Well, yeah. we... He <clears throat> dominated us. Yeah. Even... Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it was like the one thing that he dominated during that... That, that, that dominated us during that time, period. Yeah, we couldn't beat Florida. Well, we beat him in 98. Right. National Championship. Peyton right. never beat him. Man. Which is crazy. But... If you ever get a chance to talk to Peyton, don't bring that up. I won't. I won't. I'll leave that in the vault. So... Um, you know, most people think that he was the quarterback of the national championship team. Yeah, it was just assumed, and it wasn't him. It was T. Martin. And T. Martin is now our passing game coordinator and assistant head coach. We're doing good. We're doing better. Five and five. If we win against Missouri, uh, we'll be bowl eligible. And if we win against Missouri and Vanderbilt, I mean, he'll have gone from five and seven his first year to seven and five his next after a one and four start. So there's actually talk of him if he wins out of Coach of the Year conversations because of the dismal start. Because, you know, Coach of the Year is not about necessarily how well the team did overall. Yeah, it's about under, under the right. circumstances. What you did In the foxhole. What, what you did with what you had yeah. when you had it. He can take his and beat urine and urine and beat his. And. I'm actually preaching on that. James 1, 2 through 4, you count it all. There's joy when you fall into various trials and temptations, knowing that the Divers testing, temptations. Yeah. Which, you know, is, diverse is just an old word for diverse. I know, but I'm just, but it sounds like you're in a shark yeah, cage. Right, or like you're eating like scallops it. or something. Because divers scallops. 
knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience yeah. and sort of let patience have its perfect work, then you may be complete and lacking nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of mixing a bunch of translations there when I quoted that, but, but maybe I should bring up, maybe I should bring that up. Yeah. You know, like, this is a lot, uh, this is, people love that. Shill for Pruitt. This is a lot like our Tennessee. We started off one and four. And ain't that just like our Lord? Isn't it just like him to be one and four and then take us to five and five? You know, sometimes when you're serving the Lord, you lose to Georgia State. Sometimes you go to double overtime to BYU. I don't know. Sometimes you lose to the Mormons. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that would be a weird turn. Yeah. 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 So, guys, today, you go. The strategy against BYU should have been everyone's strategy, which is just to hide yeah. Until they stop knocking on your door. Yeah. Football-wise. Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. So. But they beat us fair and square. I was at that game, you know. Oh, were you? I was at until halftime. I stayed until, because my niece Kate played with Pride of the Southland that week. Wow. That's so proud right. of her. You were there for the halftime show. It's kind of ruined by, the, by us losing, but wow. we were under the Jumbotron. The worst possible seats that you can have at Neyland. Mm-hmm. Because you're just cramped up there. I yeah. mean, it was so hot. The sun's not. The sun's in my face most of the game, and then every time people are booing about a replay, I have to turn and look at this gigantic. It's above me, wow. so it wasn't like I could see the jumbotron from where I was at. But you know, they were free seats though, so wow. I can't really complain. Well, you but just you just I, did. I already did. Yeah. Yeah, that was so. I had to leave because I had to fly out to Dallas the next morning. So I had to fly back or to drive back to Nashville that night to take a seven a.m. flight. So we missed the second half, but we were listening as it went into double overtime, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, that was. uh, They said that whenever we had them on like the five yard line with a minute to go, we had a ninety nine percent chance of winning statistically, and we lost. Uh, Yeah, I don't like those statistic things that that mess you up. They they get in your head. You're like, oh. Right. Well, you, Mathematically. I always knew I was one in a million. That's how you look at it. Take an idiot to screw this up. <laughs> oh, we figured it was Telling me there's a chance. <laughs> it was all that one in a million talk. Oh, man. I don't know. Well, it's okay. We'll see what happens this weekend for sure. And uh, I'm going to see the Lakers tomorrow. Nice. Against Memphis. So you don't care about that. But my Lakers are best record in the league. No, I know. I've been following a little bit. They look good. Yeah. Best defense. Mm-hmm. Whereas last year we did not play so much defense. Yeah. And so we got Le- LeBron's motivated. He's playing great. It's beautiful. Yeah, he's it's a big he's deal. old, but you would never know it. It's a big deal. Till you look at his hair. His hairline is catching up. Just shave it. He can't. Something about him. He's got a little. He's got a little vanity in him. He wants the hair. So he does things in the off season. He comes back with a full head of hair again, and you're like, uh, mm, how did that happen? Yeah. I get it. Or he wears the headband, but it's like to cover the edge of it, but it keeps going farther and farther back. It looks like a yarmulke some games, where it's just like, yeah. it's way back there on top. Yeah. I get it. I, I held on as long as I could. You look great with that hair, though. I just didn't know that before. Like, those side-by-side photos, you look better and even younger in your newer photo. The ones you took with Laura recently? Oh, yeah. I think I look younger. I, I, yeah, I wish... Well, you're eating better. You're running. Well, you just know, though. You're not in a like, band anymore. Like, yeah. Like you always say, you don't know what's under there. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I used to think about, I'll go on vacation for two weeks and I'll cut off all my hair so that if it looks really, really awful, some of it would grow back, you know, before I got home. That's or interesting. Like, uh, but I never found two weeks to do that. So. Yeah, that's a that's a big investment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't like the only reason to go. It was just like, oh, I might as well. I've got like a little bump here, right, right, up, right where my hair, so if my hairline ever recedes some, 
uh, I'm going to be messed up because I don't know what I would do because it's a it's a serious little wart here <laughs> underneath. So I would be I would do one of those guys. Yeah, you'll be fine. You're not losing your hair though. You can already tell. You don't think I'll lose it at all? No. That'd be great. No, man. At your age, you would already. Know. How old do you think I am, John? I know how old you are. At your age. I'm just saying. I mean, hello. <laughs> if it hadn't, if it hadn't gone now. If it ain't, if it ain't heart disease, that's what you need to worry if it about. Ain't letting loose by now. Yeah, no. I don't want it to let loose, and we don't want you to let loose either of listening to our podcast <laughs> and talk about that. <laughs> and uh, we're always glad that you listen. That uh, appreciate all of you guys who are patrons. Go check out our Patreon page. Thanks for patronizing us. Yeah, come patronize us some more. Uh, we, we're always looking for more people who who feel that this enriches their life or that they just listen to it. So you can come be a patron and support us. You can also follow Johnny or myself on various social media outlets and uh, be looking for the things we're putting out, like videos and books and other things that we're always doing. But it does. It means a lot to us that you listen, that we get to share life with you, whether it's a long amount of life or a shorter amount of life. We always get just to have a little fun and uh, and also talk about things that matter as well. So, hey, thank you for listening, though, and we'll see you next time on Talk About That. The content we feed our minds will eventually show up in our lives. If we feed our minds the lies and confusion of this world, our lives will begin to reflect worldliness. But if we feed our minds the truth of the gospel, our lives will start to reflect the heart and character of Jesus. I'm John Stonge, and each week I host the Dwell on These Things podcast, where we take a deep look at the Word of God and learn what it means to apply it to our lives. We don't skip difficult passages, and we don't gloss over the truth. If you're looking for a show that will put your mind in a better place and help you understand God's Word with more clarity, you can listen to the Dwell on These Things podcast at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.